0: you have any belief that you stand a chance to win this nomination, let alone the presidency? Most of the people that are in elective office in Washington, D.C. have held public office before. How's that working for you? Herman Kane, Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain. And the most connected man in Washington. Jamie Dupree. Jamie Dupree is not in D.C. As
1: usual, how are you doing, Herm? I'm, I'm great. I just got an email from the guy who works across the hall from me in the Senate side of the Capitol, yeah. uh, works for CNN, and he, it's, the subject line is, hey, stranger, where you been? Because I haven't been there in a while <laughs> and probably won't get back there for another few weeks, so it's good to be uh, here in Atlanta with good. you, and uh, it's been a, uh, a wild last few weeks, that's for sure, as yes. I sort of, I, I was disappointed today in my hotel that they didn't follow the lead of the Texas hotel and have the, the uh, wall. Iron that's in the shape of the state of Georgia to help me remember where I was in the morning. <laughs> I think that should be mandatory at every hotel around the country to help you figure out where you are. Oh, so, Super great. Tuesday's finally here. I feel like the kid who's uh, finally, uh, you know, after all that time of worrying about what I was going to get for Christmas, finally we get to have the voters give us their verdict today. There's 11 that's states right. for the Republicans, yep. slightly different 11 for the Democrats. You know, I look at it this way uh, yes, you. Uh, in one sense there are eleven different elections today and of those we will say that Trump wins that many you know maybe somebody else wins whatever that'll be the headline tomorrow same thing with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders but the delegate math will be just as important too. And the weirdness about the delegate math is for example for the Republicans there are seven states tonight that not only will they have a pot of delegates that will be awarded to people based on their statewide results but there's a pot of delegates that go for every one of their congressional districts in their state So you add those up and there's 83 different congressional districts in which three Republican delegates are available. Usually two will go to the winner, one to the person who's number two. So that means, in a sense, we're looking at 94 different elections. These are not who's running for Congress, but it's the the, the the results as pared down in those congressional districts. So think of that. There's really 94 different contests tonight for president in 11 states for the Republicans, and that's how they will help divvy up the uh, the delegates tonight. Almost 600 delegates at stake. Uh, that is uh, at, in the, the biggest chunk in Texas, 155, so more than a quarter come from there. And that's why it's so important for Ted Cruz to not only win it. Texas, but win a number of those congressional districts as well to try to
0: limit Donald Trump tonight. Jamie, I'm sorry if I'm a little slow today. Walk me through this delicate thing. Yeah, again I, I knew it confused I, because you, yes. I think I'm a little confused. So walk me through it again. Again,
1: let's uh, let we'll just talk about the the Republican race okay, for now. Okay, yes. Just so a there's Republican eleven race. there's eleven states today. Correct. And and I can't name them off the top of my head, but everybody knows there's eleven out there. Right. And s- seven of the states actually award delegates in two different ways: one based on your statewide results, and two by the results in the individual congressional districts. Ah, okay. So take your state, your home state of Georgia here. Right. There are I think 76 delegates available today. Okay. Uh, there are 14 congressional districts in the state of Georgia. There are three delegates at stake in each one of those, so that's 42 delegates from those 14 districts. Got it. In Texas, there are 36 congressional districts, so you multiply that by three. 108 of the 155 delegates in Texas are awarded based on how you do in the individual congressional districts. So, for example if you get over 50% in a congressional district, you get all three delegates. Gotcha. If you get less, then you get two as the winner and the second place person gets one. So that's why I say that with 83 congressional districts at stake today in this presidential race, there are really 94 separate elections to pay attention to and that determine how the delegates are handed out. Because of the rules and the, the labyrinth and the Byzantine nature of the rules, it will be difficult for Donald Trump, even if he wins handily tonight in a number of states, to get a big, big edge. If he gets more than a majority of the 595 delegates today, that'd be pretty good for him. Now, if if you ask me, so what's his best state going to be, I sort of think it might be Alabama, uh, based not only on the big rally that he had there the other day, but I just think that state sets up really well for him. So I would think, look for him to do well there. Uh, But even with big leads in other states, he he might not be able to get that far away in the delegate math. Now, if you're looking for places where uh, Ted Cruz should do well, I would think in Texas, maybe in Arkansas, in an Oklahoma uh... for marco rubio i would look around the urban areas in in atlanta and the north atlanta suburbs i would look in memphis in nashville some of the the larger urban areas in a number of places and then also minnesota maybe actually rubio is going to minnesota today minnesota has a caucus tonight but it doesn't start until seven so he's doing a rally up there today on super tuesday to try to get some support that has not been a strong place for trump at this point in time um, you know you you look at the various the other candidates I don't see Ben Carson and John Kasich getting over the thresholds they need in a lot of states. I don't see them getting 15 or 20 percent. So that means probably the places where Kasich and and Carson will get delegates will be Virginia, where there's no threshold whatsoever, will be Massachusetts, where I think it's a low threshold, 5 percent if I remember correctly. Kasich is still hoping in Vermont, which has a 20 percent minimum before you're eligible for delegates, but that's asking asking an awful lot, so we'll have to see. So Trump definitely the favorite today, but the delegate math will be important afterwards, especially if Cruz and Rubio able to hold them down in some of those individual congressional district races so i'm sorry to bore you with that but i do think it's an important no it's interesting because i
0: i was not aware of you have to win that legislative district in order to get those delegates yep. even if you win the, the lion's share now so
1: think about it you could run up the score in one area yeah and not do well in others So there is that possibility. Now, the other side, the the Democrats, I really think today that Hillary Clinton will do well in Georgia, in Alabama, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Texas. I would think that she sweeps across those five and does really well. Uh, Bernie Sanders could probably uh, win maybe in, in Minnesota, in Massachusetts, in Vermont. Virginia, I bet, goes to Hillary Clinton. So tonight should be a big step forward for both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. But as I always say... It's like we say about football. They play the games for a reason. Uh, The odds makers don't always win, and we'll see what happens
0: tonight. Is the caucus in Minnesota similar to the way it works in Iowa? Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. So
1: you've got, I think there's a caucus in Alaska and in Minnesota for the Republicans today. And then you have a couple other states that are doing things that are non-binding. I think in Colorado for the Republicans and Wyoming for the Republicans are non-binding. So there's a little different roster for the Democrats and for the Republicans tonight. But overall, uh, again, I still think that the, the signs all point to Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump at this time.
0: Being in Washington, have you heard whether or not people like Mitch McConnell, John McCain uh, made anti-Trump statements, how they said they're not going to support the nominee, haven't most of them said they're going to, re- they're going to support the ultimate Republican nominee.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think several things could happen here on the Trump front, and it's a very, very interesting situation, because you have, I-, I think, the Republican Party sort of splitting in a variety of ways. You obviously have the establishment that would not be thrilled with a Trump uh, nomination. Uh, you also have, I think, a large group of sort of the Tea Party types who are for and against Trump, frankly. You also have a group of sort of more conservative, uh, uh, you know the people who are not, or, or conservative groups that are not for Trump, and and some that are for him. And so there's a there's definitely a a chance here of the party fracturing a little in the months ahead. Now I'm a, all, always believe that despite all the talk that things are going to go down the tubes, that a lot of those people do come back. They fall back to the party. They vote for the party in the fall again. Eight years ago, lots of people predicted that there was no way Hillary Clinton and supporters would come back to vote for Barack Obama. Well, that did happen, and it. Happen in large numbers so there's a good example of where people can get back together but Trump obviously is a polarizing figure uh, I would look for the the congressional leadership and individual lawmakers who tend to be in safer districts to just sort of stay mum about Trump for the most part there are some who I would not characterize as being in the establishment uh, like the senator from Nebraska Ben Sass, who's a big Tea Party guy who has come out very strongly against Trump and even talked about voting for a third party I would look for more of those people to the surface as well you know i think we're having a little battle for the for the direction of the party and for the heart and soul of the party here yeah and um uh and, and i think it's playing out on radio and talk radio it's playing out uh, uh inside the republican party some of that will be papered over and people will get on board uh but some there will be lasting bruised egos that's usually the way these things work now whether it leads to uh, uh us having the the creation of the Whigs or, or other parties that might fracture out you know, for example, so a lot of the Tea Party guys in the Congress have been very quiet about the presidential race so far. Right. A lot of the Tea Party guys like Ted Cruz. And there are some people in that Cruz arena that don't like Trump at all. Now, I still believe a lot of them would come back if the if the choice were presented to them in November. It's either Trump or Hillary Clinton. They would vote for Trump. Uh, but I do think we're seeing some obviously disputing that with the, the never Trump hashtag and more right now.
0: Does the threshold rule kick in for both the legislative vote as well as the statewide vote? You
1: know, I think there was only one state, um, of course I don't have my notes in front of me, I think there was only one state I remember that had the threshold for congressional districts, uh, and that was this uh, an odd rule in Oklahoma, I believe, that if three candidates get above 15% in congressional districts in Oklahoma, then those three delegates, no matter whether it was Trump 49 Cruz 17, Rubio 16, three of them above 15, they all get one delegate from the three. So uh, usually the threshold is only for your eligibility for statewide delegates, where you need to get the most common one is 20%. You need to get 20% statewide. Watch Rubio on that in Texas. If he has a weeknight in Texas, uh, there is the distinct possibility that Rubio could get shut out of those delegates in the Lone Star State.
0: Once you get to the convention, let's suppose that no dele- no candidate has yep. that one thousand two hundred and whatever it is. And you and, need you
1: and to I go that. live in Cleveland for a few
0: weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Do they horse trade sure. on the floor?
1: Oh yeah, they could. Or yeah. be in, in in the smoke filled rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get to that, but I don't rule it out either. And in this new age of communication, uh, it would be a most unseemly process. But that's sort of the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Uh, It is possible. I can come up with a way to get us to a brokered convention or contested convention, whatever you want to call it. I still think it's unlikely overall. But if Ted Cruz could win in Texas, then he would stay in. If John Kasich could win in Ohio, and he's not really that far behind Trump, there'd be a big chunk of delegates there. If Marco Rubio could win in Florida, yeah, I can map a way to get there. I I don't think that's going to happen right now, but let's see what the voters decide.
0: Yep, it's in the hands of the voters.
1: Trump is in the strongest position, period, end of sentence. Now, can he actually follow through on that? Do disparate forces within the party rise up to join together against him? That's part of the story that hasn't really been written yet and uh, part that will live out uh, in the days ahead, Herman.
0: I think that tomorrow the story will not just be who got what delegates and what the count is, but it's also going to be the people who are anti-Trump, because he he's still in the game. Sure. And that's gonna be the other big story, and that is, you know, who's speaking out and against him and all that. It's kind tough of stuff. real quick it though, is. it's
1: tough for Rubio and Cruz when the headline in the morning paper, if it reads Trump wins ten states on Super Tuesday. You got it. I don't care what the delegate math is, that's a tough one to deal with. But I yeah. still think it's not over till the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have a really good idea. That's only two weeks away, so we'll be able to wait until then.
0: Well thanks, Jamie. See you, Herman. Good to have you. You're listening to the Herman Kane show.